Welcome back to a part two of a three-part series with Janine Mason, where she is sharing with us practical tools for bringing the kingdom in your classroom. The thing that I'm excited for you to hear today is the power of tuning into God's voice, the exciting piece that he wants to give you exactly what you need for each student and each situation that you are facing right now. So get ready Grab your cup of coffee, grab your walking shoes, and get ready to enjoy this session. Be encouraged and inspired in your journey with Jesus in your classroom. Welcome to the Speaking Words of Life for Educators podcast, where we shine a bright light on your incredible call of carrying the kingdom of God into your classroom, school, and community. It's here that you'll be transformed by the truth of your identity and activated to live the full life Jesus paid for. I'm your host, Jessica Glover, and I warmly welcome you to get ready to be encouraged, strengthened, and activated today in your position in the world of education. I am so glad you're here. But I could sit with many, many teachers and say, I could sit with you, Jessica, and say, tell me about how you do this. And mm-hmm. what I hear is an idea that the Lord dropped into your spirit. And I'd be like, wow, how amazing is that, that God would want to meet you in that way. Meet you as the teacher mm-hmm. and meet the students and give them what they they need through you. Yeah. So just to encourage you, you're already doing a bunch of teachers. You're already doing this. You're already That's part right. of the Holy Spirit. You just are there. So those little ideas I encourage you to pause and just become aware of even the little ideas, the little things where, oh, I just figured out how to do that, how to get over that. Hump. Probably, maybe you figured out some yourself and probably Holy Spirit helped you to come up with some really great ideas that you hadn't thought of before. And then yeah. that will spur you on to going, oh, if he gave me those ideas, what other ideas does he want to give me? Yes. So encouraging. And I- I think it's like remembering the same things we do with a new curriculum book. How's this going to work for my kids? This is like, how can this work for me right. in my school? And and how do I hear God's voice? Because I hear God's voice probably different than you do, Janine. And right. we hear differently. And then we also carry, we, we're at a different facet sometimes of God's heart even. And so it's so fun that we can take this, like you said, as a springboard and be able to move from there. It's really good. I actually want to switch gears and I wanted to ask you, what was your favorite chapter to write and why? Gosh, did you have a, now I have to remember because uh, which ones did I do? Like (laughs) (laughs) they wrote part of every chapter and so many of them are, um, yeah, just a part of kind of what I've done myself. So I think one of the fun ones that, um, well, let me, I can pick a couple that I know. Dealing mm-hmm. with Lies, I actually had the amazing opportunity to partner with Steve Backland. Um, awesome. Who, anybody who knows Steve Backland knows yeah. that thing is just laughing at lies and, and shooting them down. So we wrote um, with a group of us a couple of children's books. Okay. Made them really fun. You can find them on Amazon. And it's really, we talk, I think we actually use them with our daughter. Is it the laugh at, let's just laugh at this, but it's for kids, the two yeah. versions. Yeah, yeah. They're so good. So, um, you know, the, I know there's a dealing with lies in here. And so because I had been involved with that, and I guess I had been involved with that because I'd done it with my own kids. So I have four kids myself. Okay. And so some of these tools were just things that I learned along the way as a mom. And I thought these will work. And so I would go to buy 
teacher friends would say, let's try this on a larger scale. It works for me. And so dealing with lies is one of those. That's kind of a fun one. And uh, if you want a further resource, those are great books of Steve Backlund's. There was, I think, somewhere in here about a gateway. I'm trying to look at the, did that make it into the book? We might have called it something different. Maybe it's intentionally changing the atmosphere. Like, it's been a while since I looked at this book, to be honest. Yeah, Janine and I were laughing about when you write a book, you don't usually read your own book. (laughs) Remembering, and I'm the same way. I think one of the other things that was fun I know in the same season maybe it didn't make it into the book as particularly as this but we talked about I would teach my kids that you're a gateway for the kingdom Mm. and so they would get back into my van at the end of the day four of them and someone would have had a bad day and so I would go from having a happy afternoon to grumpy kids and one can turn all of them into you know it just turns nasty so I started to train my kids to be aware of that and I would ask them even little kids can recognize even kindergartners and and even younger can recognize when it doesn't feel good yeah. so if you can teach them it doesn't feel good then you can also teach them to train it to train them to change that and so we would use things like and I would give them options like how do you want to change the atmosphere do you want to do thinking do you want to worship do you want mm. to there's a myriad of ways. Do you want to just laugh at things? Do you want to expose the lies? Do you need to talk about, do you need to forgive somebody? Is that what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And so we called one of our favorite ones in our vehicle was uh, the thanking war. Mm-hmm. When you try and outthink the other people in the car, like how, <laughs> how much can you be, how thankful can you be? It doesn't take long if you're thankful and expressing thankfulness to the Lord for the atmosphere to change. Yeah. And so then out of that came really, I started talking to my kids about, hey, you're a gateway for the atmosphere. Do you realize you're helping? Like and so you can teach that in a classroom. Like, again, it's, hey, guys, you get to choose what you leave into the classroom. So I had this really fun lesson where I went into the kindergarten class uh, with my friend, um, Lindsay Brown. She's married now, so she's Lindsay Sevilla. But we we practiced. And so we had the kids like act this out. And so we would choose two kids and would say, now you're the gateway. And we'd have them put their arms out and make a big gate in front of them. So okay. they would the gate. And Fun. then have other kids come and they would say to the gateway, I want to, I'm love. Can I come in? And so these two little gateway kids would say, yes, we want love in our classroom. And they would swing their gate open and they'd say, come on in, love. And then they'd swing back closed. And so we allowed the children to choose whether they were going to be something they wanted in their classroom or whether they wanted to represent something else. And so they, somebody would come in and say, I'm grumpiness. And we say, oh, we're sorry, grumpiness, you can't come in. <laughs> our, little, our little gateways would say, oh, you can't come in today. We don't want grumpiness in our classroom. And so it was a really visual, easy lesson for them to get yeah. a clue of, hey, this is, this is actually literally what's happening every day in my classroom. I get to be. So it's not now it's not just, you know, one teacher trying mm-hmm. to change the atmosphere, but now we've got 25 kids who are on board and saying, I actually am powerful, even if I'm a kindergartner, mm-hmm. to choose to be a gateway to either let the presence of God in, his goodness, yeah. his joy, his peace, his love, yeah. or by my actions and by what I'm saying, I can let just yucky stuff in. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to 
I'm going to reap the consequences. I'm going to feel the yuckiness. If you get a few, everybody knows, if you get a few grumpy kids all in there and everybody, then it can change the atmosphere of the whole classroom. Mm-hmm. But likewise, if you just push, again, push pause, hey, kids, how does it feel in here? Hey, remember we're a gateway. And so somebody, and I, I think it was in Africa, somebody got hold of the, it must be in the book, because somebody got hold of the book. I heard a story come back. Uh-huh. They taught this to, taught it, I think, at a school level. Then when you walk over the threshold into the school, and now the fun thing was they had Muslim kids, they had kids okay. who weren't believers, mm-hmm. but they learned that when I come over the threshold of the school, then I invite to come onto effectively on the school grounds. Uh, what I want because I'm that I'm that powerful and so it again once again stories came back of how they'd really changed the whole atmosphere of the school simply by starting to understand we are gateways to the atmosphere now that's so good as a teacher you can do that on your own absolutely you can mm-hmm. change the atmosphere you can do it, but it's a lot easier if you'll also invite your kids into understanding that they also have have that kind of power yeah. Well, and you're teaching them how to be aware of what's actually going on. Cause some of them are so they're not aware of what, what's going on in here and knowing that our lot, I mean, in a Christian school, you can talk about where you probably could figure out how to do it in public, where our thoughts come from. Cause they're not always just, sometimes right. they're grabbing stuff from the princes and powers of the air. And so it's like, well, okay. How do you take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ? But how can we teach kids to just be aware first? And then recognizing, like you said, I love that whole, how does it feel in here? And having them assess like, oh, I can be a change agent. I could actually shift that by what I, what's coming out of my mouth and what I'm believing in my head. Yeah. So here's a, I mean, just even really practical things. I had an opportunity with the team to go into public schools and partner with somebody who was teaching really about, it was, we called it how to keep your lid on. So she would teach them tools to, you know, Hey, when you're in fight and flight, fight or flight mode, and you've been upset, this is how it came. We were designed with fight or flight to fight bears, right? Or to run away. And so here's how our bodies are trained to work. And so here's some things that you can do. So deep, slow breaths, rhythmic stuff. And so we would teach them all these tools and the whole Mm -hmm. classrooms of them that really partnered with how God made our bodies and how Mm -hmm. he made our brains to take them from, you know, I flip my lid to here's how you can put your lid back on and now I can learn. Hey, mm-hmm. so we found that, hey, do you want to learn? You want to learn better? You want school to be easier? And every kid's like, yeah, I want school to be easier. Okay, I'm going to teach you these things. And so the beauty of wow, that. Wow, that's is, so powerful. I mean, it's beautiful because <laughs> oh, it's public schools, totally in line with how God made our bodies. Mm-hmm. Totally in line with. And so then, you know, if I was in a Christian school, when I say we're going to do deep breaths, I'd say, like, just breathe out the nasty stuff that you're feeling. Yeah. And breathe in, become aware of Holy Spirit, breathe, breathe in. But again, public school, breathe in peace, mm-hmm. breathe in calmness. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you need to go for a walk? Just become aware as you're walking that God made your body when you walk to bring calmness and, and you can tap into that. So there's lots of things that you can do in public schools that are um are totally in line with kingdom and how he made us that and then you just add the edge that that other people don't bring which is hey become aware of his become aware of goodness goodness oh i don't have any good things i bet if we thought about it hey you made it to school today hey you've got clothes on your back 
hey, did you have breakfast this morning? I had breakfast at school. Isn't that great that you got to have breakfast? So teaching them thankfulness. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of things that work everywhere and they work because they're kingdom. I was just thinking how that tool that you guys went in with could really help. We've got lots of kids that have been through trauma. Exactly. And then I know with COVID, especially with our, our older kids, like middle school, high school age, we're noticing, I think it's nationwide, not just in our area, but we have a lot of stress. There's just an increased level of stress that's manifesting. And so having an opportunity to take a tool as simple as that and take it in to help kids cope. And some of them could meet peace himself through that experience even. (laughs) Well, that was our area in Reading had really bad ACEs scores. And so somebody had, you know, they'd looked at research and come up with some tools that really directly address how do we help kids who are coming in with all those stresses with high levels just off the charts they you know they watched mum and dad have an argument and beat up on each other they watched somebody doing drugs before they came to school they didn't have breakfast they had all that trauma and they turn up in your classroom and they have no idea what to do and how do we get them in a place to get them out of that cycle no, we want them to be able to learn. We want them to be able to self-regulate. They were very simple little tools, you know, clapping and chanting, just fun things, mm-hmm. but also great tools. So we felt privileged to be able to partner with Strasta County Office of Education to be able to go into schools and just be able to teach kids these things so that they have an alternative way to screaming or throwing the, the chair or climbing under the desk. Mm-hmm. They have, and obviously some kids are going to need further help, but this is a sort of a classroom-wide tool. Some of those tools are classroom-wide tools that you can use as a, just a baseline, like, okay, yeah. let's bring some sanity. Let's get rid of the chaos out of my classroom. Use some tools where you can put your hand up and say, hey, teacher, I actually just need a few moments to walk up and down the corridor is that okay because I am feeling my my lid is flipped and I Mm. want to put back on would that be okay Mm -hmm. teacher could we as a class could we do that that breathing exercise or whatever we give them a bunch of fun things that is so good I love that I, I hope that's written somewhere. <laughs> I know some teachers that would like to access that. My friend at the Office of Education and grab a hold of some of those things and get them. Yeah, yes, I would love that. Yeah, yes. And then I was curious if you could share with us what's your most transformational feedback, but I'm curious if you have any more stories in particular in the States of any schools that have that have written you about how a chapter powerfully impacted them? I haven't had a ton of feedback, certainly not recently, okay. um, because I haven't done as much with educators recently. We used to have a conference every year, so I would collect stories then. But I think one of the ones that's super fun to me that I don't know if it came out of the book, but it came out of being connected to the idea behind the book, which is I am a kingdom ambassador. When I walk in somewhere, I can bring change. And so there was a woman who came to the conference and she was, I believe she was a teacher aide. And I don't know which tool she took, but she just started doing something different that she'd heard from the Lord with the kids she worked with. And pretty soon she got a reputation for how well this was going. And so they asked her, will you teach, you know, say the one through four teachers, grades one through four. 
Okay. And then that went so well, they they came to us. Remember, she's a teacher age. She's at the lowest. She's yeah. on the totem pole, pretty much. <laughs> and, um, in the hierarchy of, you know, powerful teachers. Yes. So then they said, well, where do you do it with the whole school? Well, pretty soon she was teaching people uh, right across her district. Mm. And... Because God just gave her an, a platform. She had an answer. She had an answer for it yeah. that nobody else could figure out. Mm-hmm. And she did it honorably and she just served. And so he gave her a bigger and bigger platform to share it. Wow. My dream is what if we were all doing that? Mm-hmm. If we as kingdom people said, I have the ability to access the wisdom of heaven. Yes. Solutions. Mm-hmm then I believe that principals would be coming to us and saying, how do you do this? I want you to teach my other teachers how to do this. Yeah. Then that whole school gets transformed. And then the the people at the district level are saying, how come your school is doing so much better than it used to? What's the mm-hmm. truth? Oh, we had these series of tools that got released. And so we're thriving. So then yeah. you can see how I absolutely believe in people at the top end of the educational sphere bringing solutions and that trickling down through that way but I also believe in the grassroots saying we have the power to change whole communities Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. we can release ideas and strategies that we get from heaven and imagine it's being changed that Mm -hmm. that you have a little kindergartner or a first second third grader that's really struggling and you can bring families in and they don't know what to do they don't know how to manage their kids and you say why is and they come to you and they say why is he well behaved why is he doing okay here we still can't get breakthrough at home now you've got an opportunity to change your family and to change your whole family line mm-hmm. so you actually as a teacher have so much I know we can get you know what I've seen with teachers is they get so caught up in their their four walls but actually what you're doing if you can keep the mindset that you're changing those students, you have the opportunity to change whole family lines. You yes. have the opportunity to change the whole mountain of education. If you partner with them, it takes it takes stepping outside the the comfort zone, outside yeah. the safety zone. It's not going to happen because you know you pray a nice little prayer as you walk in the door. You stepping out into risk and into faith and yeah. saying, "I believe that God is big enough." to change and everyone says oh education it's been like this for forever and you can't change it stops partnering with spirit of the air and start yeah. partnering with jesus because absolutely yes. change god is able to change anything but he just needs people to agree and say yes yeah I'm an agent of change and yeah this. so i just want to encourage teachers teachers can get into really tight mindsets of mm-hmm. it can't be done being taught it can't be done yeah but i just want to say have you asked jesus whether it can be done I get a different answer than what you're expecting. Wow. What a powerful session with Janine, right? We can ask Father God, can this be done? And he will come and answer us. I want to encourage you as you think about your summer break, please think about how can I partner with Jesus? How can I regain the joy of teaching by turning back to the dreams that he gave you when you began teaching? Lord, what are the things that you put on my heart that I have thought are impossible, but when I started, I believed all things are possible. Lord, help us to get back to the joy of teaching. 
This summer, I am offering a course called Your Kingdom Classroom, and I'd love to have you join me each Monday morning during the month of June. We are going to be gaining the skills and strategies needed to step into our kingdom mindset and to learn what it means to transfer what we've been doing in our classroom into a kingdom way of teaching and doing life in our classroom. This is a place to learn how to be a thermostat and not a thermometer, and you can expect to be encouraged, strengthened, and inspired inspired as you step into this new role as a kingdom educator with a kingdom classroom. I hope you will join me. Please check out kingdomeducators.com forward slash summer. Hope to see you there. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share with your friends in education so they too can be strengthened and encouraged in living their kingdom identity out loud in this pivotal hour. And please subscribe to be the first to hear about my newest resources, in-person and online events, and receive my inspiring bi-monthly newsletter by subscribing to speakingwordsoflife.com forward slash declarations. And be sure to find me on the socials at Speaking Words of Life number four educators. Speaking Words of Life for educators. Until next time, don't forget you're a world changer and what you do every day is changing lives.